So if you're part of any type of group, like your employer or a social group or family, a lot of times the idea comes up where you may have suggestions. Maybe your company has a suggestion box. Maybe you have somebody who you like to give ideas to. As an individual within a group, it might seem tempting to give suggestions and ideas to the group for the purpose of advancement, but keep in, keep in mind that the suggestion box reality, there's more than meets the eye behind it, and there's some ways to use it to your advantage and also to avoid hidden traps with the suggestion box mentality where you're giving people ideas, I have a good idea, you should do this. Maybe there's a physical suggestion box where you write something on a piece of paper and put it in. So anytime you put a suggestion into a group, whether it's a formal written paper in a box or just uh, an idea in a meeting or you go to your boss and say, here's something we should do, or if you go to your family and say, here's, here's a good idea for us, what you are now creating is an extra job for somebody. That suggestion now becomes a hot potato. Somebody's got to do it. Either you ignore it or you do it. And the first question is going to be who actually does it. When you put that suggestion out there, even if it does have a valuable result or it would result in a benefit to your group, to your tribe, to your family, somebody's got to do it. There's work involved. The question is, is that work worth the positive result? Because if you just throw a suggestion out there and somebody else does it and you get the result, well, then that seems like a good return on investment, right? It's free. You get a benefit and the other person has to do all the work. Even if that person gets some benefit as well or the group gets a benefit, is the resulting benefit worth the price of admission? Meaning that is the effort valuable compared to the result? And sometimes it's unknown. Sometimes it may appear that it is, but until you actually go through the entire process, you're not going to know whether or not the benefits outweigh the effort. The other question is who does it? Maybe even if the excess benefits outweigh the result, there's not capacity within that organization to actually do it. Everybody might have full-time jobs and their days are full already. There may not be extra capacity to do it. There's also many times unintended consequences of projects. You put you start a project, you have a great idea, you think it's going to result in extra profit maybe growth of a company, maybe benefit for the family. But as you go through that process, you realize, oh, wait a minute, we forgot about this. Oh, this happened. Or there was this downside or error that we didn't count on. Unintended consequences are always there. Even in your own life, I'm sure you run into unintended consequences. So how do you take a good idea that you have and make something out of it for yourself rather than just throwing it out there like a hot potato, expecting somebody else to do it? Well, what we recommend doing, and this will benefit you and whatever organization you're a part of, your family, your business, your social group, your company you work for, is to first run with it a little bit yourself. Do some of the legwork. Do some of the due diligence to find out, well, are there any obstacles? Are there any problems? Are there any, is there enough capacity to do it? And is the theory that I have actually vetted? Does it actually make sense? The other thing you want to do is make sure even if it does make sense, is it worth the price of admission? If you put 20 hours into some project, but you only get a minuscule return, yeah, it's it's beneficial, but it didn't equal the amount of work that went into it. And also the priority of attention. Anytime you put attention into a project or some 
effort, it takes it away from something else. So even if that project ends up being profitable or beneficial, it might take away results from some other project. So it might be a break even, right? So that what we call suggestion box reality, just throwing suggestions or ideas or, or uh, you know, idea uh, or projects out there. Now you're putting work on somebody else. You're putting an obligation on somebody else to do it. So what you want to do is do a little bit of it yourself because that way you'll get more of the credit for it. An idea by itself doesn't really necessitate all of the credit for the results because it still requires a lot of effort. A lot of people come up with ideas and that suggestion box reality is there's more than just the idea. So if you flush out the idea a little bit yourself, start doing some of the legwork. So when you bring it and put it on the table, now instead of just somebody just throwing ideas out there, you actually have taken the time to vet it, to filter it out, to make sure that there's no unintended consequences. The other thing is, if you throw an idea out there, you're just putting work on somebody else. It may seem like a good idea because all you're seeing is the end result, the benefit, the prize at the end of that that project. But to do that, lots of people have to do work. There may be expenses involved. There may be hours of research. There may be labor involved. There may be people dropping other projects. So by just throwing an idea out there in a suggestion box or virtually, you're now putting work tag on somebody else. And even if they might get a benefit from it, the benefit's not 100% known until it's proven to be true. And how many businesses out there even a whole business that have a lot of planning succeed. You know, most businesses don't last two years. So how? what's the percentage of an idea actually succeeding? If you want to have an idea be yours to get the credit from, run with it a little bit yourself first before you just throw it out there like a hot potato to let somebody else do. Vet the idea. Flush out some of the problems. Take the initiative to research some of the potential pros and cons. That way, when you're presenting, you're not just throwing an idea on the table that somebody else has to do the work. You've done some of the work, which means you may get more of the credit. And also, you're not going to be known as somebody just throws ideas out there that may have some downsides that you're not aware of. Because the people who do this for a living find problems with ideas and they filter them out. Really, you put 10 ideas on the table, really only two or three are probably going to end up being good because there's other things that either are known or unknown that are going to be problems. If you already filter those out, you'll be known as the person in your organization, whether it's a company, a work environment, a family environment, a friendship group, you'll be known as the one that your ideas are always good. They're not going to be ones that Everybody already knows, no, that's not going to work because we already tried that. This has this problem because you're blind to those unintended consequences. You're already flushing them out. So you'll be the genius because you're the one that only has all the good ideas.